These are five crypto that you should never buy. This is a warning to all crypto investors. Do not buy these cryptos immediately. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to tell you five cryptos that you should never buy. This is version two of this episode because we did this previously a few months ago. We picked five cryptos not to buy. Sure enough, two of them got obliterated, what, within a month afterwards? Yeah, we absolutely nailed it. So the first one we said not to buy in the last episode, which you should go back and watch, was uh, Axie Infinity. And then what, like, Three or four weeks later, they got hacked and the token went to absolute shit. Mm. The other one was Crypto.com. We said that they were spending way too much money on their advertising, you know, paying $700 million or $700 billion or something to get their mm. their logo everywhere. And then sure enough, they ran out of money. They couldn't get, couldn't get the rewards out. Yeah, we know so that So they one. rug pulled on their Visa card. So that thing tanked as well. I mean, a lot, you know, a lot of crypto is down right now, but in, in, in general... Those were two great calls. So we got five more for you today. So make sure you listen up and hit that like and subscribe button if you like the content. That'd be great. All right, so, what's your first one? So let's jump right into it. I mean, this I think this really rattled the whole crypto market, you know, in the regarding stable coins and you know having a stable coin that's backed by an algorithm doesn't look too sharp. So I'm looking to Tron TRX could be the next Terra could be the next Luna, right? Could be. So USDT uh, te- Tether came out uh, today, I believe it was, and they said that no no stablecoin, an algorithmic stablecoin will ever succeed. I um, mean, it's a competitor saying that, but after looking into why uh, was it UST collapsed yep. and brought down the entire Luna ecosystem? Do you want to own TRX Tron that currently has a algorithmic stablecoin in their ecosystem? Do you want that to happen to you? Yeah. Is it worth the risk? So if you actually look at Tron and TRX and their alg- algorithmic stablecoin, which is called USDD, the white paper for that stablecoin is almost word for word copied from UST. So it is a, the architecture, the smart contracts, it is the exact same as UST, which means it has the same vulnerabilities which is why as soon as we saw the collapse of UST and Luna, Justin Sun immediately knew shit we could be next, right? So he saw, I think it was um, was a 100% funding rate to short TRX on Binance. So he's like, shit, we need money. So they, they pulled 2 billion from the Tron Foundation to combat the shorts because they, they knew. But here's the thing. These shorts won't forget about this. These short sellers, you know, Everyone else might, is going to forget about Luna eventually, but mm. these guys might come back six months later and be like, all right, let's do it again. Now let's get it. Now right. let's go after it. Because they mean, know right now Tron's like on guard, right? It is. They'll wait till They'll wait till that guard goes down. Because Tron, man, that's why it's been artificially <laughs> pumped lately. It, has, it yeah. never comes down because Tron is buying. Tron is buying. That's what they're doing, right? And, yeah. Um, that, so that actually leads me to one of my points about Justin's son is how sketchy the dude is. So there was a resignation of a number of his employees who claimed that son had too many ac- has and had too many access to too many Tron nodes, 
which allows him to manipulate the price. If you've noticed, Bitcoin has been on a bit of a slide lately. Tron, somehow it's up 9% every day. How I don't understand how that can possibly be happening without some sort of manipulation occurring beyond the scene because the whole market's going down. Sketchy. Right? So just just on his just based off of Justin Sun alone, the fact that he copied the white paper, he attributed that to a translation issue. So he's a bit sketchy. Oh uh, yeah. Right? Classic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the guy whoever was you know, cop, whoever was uh, doing the research actually made some mistakes. We should start saying that. If, if anyone ever says anything against us, it'd be like, oh, that's a translation issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I don't like about Tron is in 2019, he announced he was giving away $20 million and a Tesla to celebrate the success of BitTorrent because TRX bought BitTorrent. Mm. He didn't give it away. So he announced he's going to, became like this huge marketing ploy, didn't end up giving away $20 million or the Tesla. So between that, the fact that he is manipulating the price potentially based off of resignation of employees, which we can kind of see in the price a little bit. Yeah. The stable coins. Here's why I'm not a big fan of the stable coin. Besides the fact that UST completely collapsed, they're offering a 20% APY, which is another thing that UST was doing. I also think when crypto regulations come into place, you're going to have to be backed by actual fiat. And you're going to need, you need, you need to be pegged to the USD and you're going to have to have cash equivalents in reserve the way that they're doing it now with these algorithmic stable coins. I don't think regulations are going to allow that. No. So between the hack or sorry, the, the death spiral that can occur yeah. plus regulations, I'm, I'm leaning away. And another thing to think about is, you know, Tron sitting there ranked number 13 with a $7 billion market cap, mm. but you know. What is it doing? Who's building on it? It's, not, it's OG. It's an OG token, right? So it has that inflated market cap from the bull run of the past. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that we would use Tron for is sending USDT across using the TRX because it's low gas fees. It's like $1 or something, yeah. But there's a lot of new chains that are starting to do that. Polygon just announced that you can now send USDT on Polygon. So I think there's going to be a lot of uh, layer ones taking market share from Tron in, on one of their biggest use cases. So for all those other reasons... I'm out. I'm out. Don't buy Tron. I'm not buying Tron. If anything, I'll eventually short it and then hopefully wait for that death spiral and see that thing go to zero. All right, let's move on. Number two, I would say be very careful or straight up don't buy Decentraland Mana. You know, <laughs> when we're talking about metaverse tokens, I know Decentraland's an OG metaverse coin from 2017. As soon as Facebook said they're changing to meta, you know, we called that in our Discord. That day I was like, buy Mana and it mm. ran. It went up like 300%. But when you look into it, for a crypto that's ranked number 34 with a $2 billion market cap, does it really have what's under the hood required to dominate the metaverse space? Or is there another competitor that's better? So to have, a two, like to have that sort of market cap, with, if Facebook didn't announce that meta change, I think this thing would still be chilling at like a you know, $100 million or something like that. That's the, literally the only thing that brought that thing up. And it's been tanking ever since that announcement. It hasn't had any stability. There, the VP of Epic Games, I think, came out the other day and was saying, nobody wants to be in a metaverse. He said, the metaverse is dying off. Nobody wants to be in it if you don't have legs. These little characters in this rent, the Decentraland uh, metaverse, they look like shit. This other metaverse that we found called Otherverse is like, it looks real, man. This thing, this other project that's been in development for, so Matt, Decentraland and the Sandbox, combined total in development for 11 years this other 
this other metaverse called Otherverse has been in development for over 17 years. Yep. Think about this. Yeah, I mean, I think big brands and big companies and everyone that's going to want to build a home in the metaverse is eventually going to want to choose the one that's most photorealistic to the earth. You know, they're not going to want to have these things in these ridiculous, cartoony, Lego-y, you know, that's fun and that's side and it might have a place as a niche thing. But when you're looking at the market cap and, okay, you can go into Decentraland right now and there's nothing to do. No. Nothing. It's just a cartoony, empty, bottomless pit and they're selling NFT land as a cash grab. There's no functional, there's no function to the NFTs. Yeah, right? what does the land do? If there's no one in the thing, the land is worthless. Exactly. So, I mean, even the sandbox, we could put in a similar category as, as Decentraland. It's just they, they've ridden up this hype of the Facebook announcement, and they really haven't delivered on anything that's actually going. So I would say forget about Decentraland, forget about mana, and shift your focus, if you're a metaverse person, to Otherverse, which luckily for everyone hasn't even launched yet. Yeah. So we're early to this one, right? Mm-hmm. And you can hopefully get onto some pre-sales, get into the initial coin offering, Make sure you guys follow because we're going to do our best to get you guys in early on that one. Yeah. Um, so in terms of mana's metrics, they've been falling off a fucking cliff. I was on DAP radar the other day, kind of looking at how many users there are. I think they had like 755 users over the past 30 days. That is a joke. I think the number of land sales in the past, you know, 30, uh, half a year or so is at like 3000. So not much is going on there. This other verse that it still hasn't even really launched yet, but they still have, they have, another version of it, they have 60,000 active users over the past 30 days. So, and uh, the Sandbox, they had 19,000 active users. This right. other meta metaverse, which hasn't even launched yet, has 60,000. Like, why would you invest in a company that is going down in terms of tra traction Yeah, when there's a, something else is going to wipe it out? Yeah, I think, look, it, if you're thinking, we, we know the metaverse is going to come back big in the next bull run but you got to bet on the right horses because the metaverse is going to be whichever one can capture that market share from the big brands hosting the big concerts and the big meetups. That's the one that's going to win. And not only does Otherverse have the photorealistic graphics, people can create their own metaverses in Otherverse with whatever kind of graphics they want. They can create the, an, the anime yeah. one. They can create the Lego one. They can create the cartoony one, but really the, the big one is the photorealistic one. Yeah. So I think for all those reasons, don't buy mana, check out Otherverse. Absolutely. And Otherverse is backed by patents. They have like, what, 40 plus patents. These other metaverses are probably going to end up going through Otherverse anyways. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, drop mana that or short it to zero, whatever whatever one you guys yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, true, true. All right, who, who, you have, who got next? I think, you know, when looking at that there's other products that are much better than, you know, kind of what exists, I would look to like maybe getting rid of Uniswap or Pancakes, uh, cake yeah so decentralized exchanges yeah i think that's a good call because uniswap is the number 22 ranked crypto project pancake swap is number 64 so they're all they're multi-billion dollar um fully diluted market caps right big yeah. boys because they had huge run-ups again in the last bull run but again when you're using the project when you're using the platform is it better than the new competitors i would say not by a long shot they're first movers right so you, you go into uniswap what do they really have available? You hop on there, you can swap Ethereum projects for, sorry, Ethereum for Ethereum-based projects. That's it. There's like maybe some, you know, maybe some staking or whatever. Yeah, it's really, really freaking basic. Whereas when you go on another, another you know, let's use Kyber, Kyber Swap as an example. 
you can swap avalanche tokens on there. You can do Binance Smart Chain tokens. You can do Ethereum tokens. You can do Phantom. You can, because they have 11 different chains and they, they grab access from 60 different DEXs and also based off of the liquidity that they're able to, to achieve, they also offer you a way better rate. Why would you only use one option? And look at the market cap it has. Yeah. It's huge. So KyberSwap has a $350 million market cap with 100% of tokens in circulation. Uniswap is $5 billion fully diluted. Right. So, yeah, I I agree completely. I think that cross-chain DEXs and all these like DeFi liquidity pools, they just offer so much more. And, you know, you, you mentioned Uniswap is basic and even PancakeSwap, like... They've got some pretty good staking and pooling, but I'm not sure that staking is going to be, you know, allowed once the regulations come in. But again, you just swap BSC tokens and it doesn't really offer a whole lot other than that. So when you look at cross-chain DEXs like SushiSwap or KyberSwap with much smaller market caps, a fraction, you know, uh, KyberSwap is at, at, would do a 10x to get to PancakeSwap's market cap, would do a, a 15x to get to Uniswap's. And the, the platform is way better. Way better. And then you also have like competitors moving into the space as well. Like you do have uh, Market Move, which has two executives from Google and Intel creating this uh, artificial intelligence. So basically you can find uh, BSC project finance smart chain projects that you would normally swap on only PancakeSwap. And it'll identify projects whether they're like truthful or not. So the AI is able to determine is this going to be a rug pull? Is it not? And it gives you like a safety score. You don't get that on Binance Smart, on, on sorry, on PancakeSwap. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you, you also have to fuss around with all those, you know, those really annoying errors and slippages. You don't have to screw around with those on these other platforms. You also have like Copiosa, which has a wallet built into it. You don't have, you with PancakeSwap, you have to go to Trust Wallet. You have to have two separate apps. Whereas this competitor, Copiosa, which should be launching this year, is going to have the swapping feature, but also the wallet integrated. And you can view your entire portfolio. Yeah. So there's just better things you can be doing with, and they have lower market caps. I think once they get the adoption, right? Those are like small, like, you know, small caps. They're really small caps. Yeah. So no, I I agree completely with the amount of competitors that are coming in. um, The advantage of cross-chain DEXs over these single-chain DEXs. I think what you've seen here is a first mover advantage that Uniswap and PancakeSwap had. They were fortunate enough and, you know, good on them. They did real good coming in early and grabbing the, grabbing the horns of that bull run in uh, 2020, 2021. But right now with those inflated market caps, that would be an absolutely, I would not think about buying those tokens move on and check out CopperSwap or some of those other ones we mentioned. Some, today. Of, those, some of those small caps. I, I think one, the other thing is too, there's only what 90, sorry, 95% of people are not yet in crypto. Once you get a new f- influx of individuals coming into the space, I think the habits will change. Right now, we have the, f- the current 5% who just gravitate toward Uniswap because that's what they know. But these behaviors are going to change. And I think market share is going to be taken and thus drive down their, their market cap, thus reducing the price. Yep. I like it. All right. So that's, that's actually, that was two tokens. So we've, yep. we've done Tron, we've done Decentraland Mana, and we've done Uniswap and PancakeSwap. Number five, I think, is, is maybe one that people might not have expected us to include on the list, um, and that's Theta, mm. the blockchain decentralized streaming network, which is the number 48th crypto ranked with a $1.2 billion market cap, fully diluted, which it is, and launched in 2018. So on the surface, you think, oh, blockchain streaming, decentralized streaming, that's great. But you know, when you look under the hood, maybe they haven't accomplished nearly as much as they should have in this time. That's you know, 2018, that's nearly five years now. 
that man time is flying first of all <laughs> yeah second of all it almost seems like their their platform is trying to um eliminate other platforms you know it's trying to become the decentralized youtube if yeah, you will or twitch or twitch. twitch yeah whereas you know you have other platforms you know i'm looking to something like xcat for example it plugs into youtube so it's watch to earn so you're rewarded as a content creator but you're also rewarded as somebody who's viewing the content or the ads. The great thing is with that is that you don't have to, again, we going back to the behavior thing. We all have a certain psychology. We all have a certain behavior. We like to go and do the exact same things over and over. I'm going to go to YouTube still. I'm not going to try to go and use Theta, a developing network that's, you know, ages off and try to earn. Why don't I just hit, have a plugin that just goes right into YouTube and I can start earning that way. Yeah. So integrating into the existing platforms is definitely the way to go. To try to poach, so content creators are the lifeblood of, you know, a Twitch or a YouTube. To try to poach a content creator and make them switch platforms is nearly impossible. You have to incentivize them so much. You know, imagine if someone's like, hey, Josh, uh, don't post on TikTok anymore. I want you to post on, you know, this, you know, X talk. Yeah. And you'd be like, why? But, oh, no, well, it's better. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> never, never in a million, you know, it's going to take 10 years for them to do that. So if there's a way of porting over your followers or something. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe, but so if you, when you go on the Theta website, you know, you look, they've got, um, they've got Google cloud running as a validator node for Theta, which, you know, they've got the Google cloud logo on the website. looks great. doesn't mean that they're necessarily using their services in Google, but they're running a node. And then you go to their flagship platform, which is Theta, Theta.tv. This is their Twitch competitor. This is their big, you know, right. thing. The top channel, which comes up right away for me when I went on it the other day is, was NASA. <laughs> so they're probably paying NASA to be on there, uh, first of all. And second of all, it had a hundred people watching it. Right. A hundred. That's yeah. Man. We could have one subscriber and get a hundred views. And then you go to the other channels and it is the most obscure list you're on it right now. The most obscure yeah. list of um, like poker players, some, look some at the, cats. You show you the user numbers there? Like two, one, zero. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen. The highest views like on this page is a Dude, they've been around for for five years, and this is this is how much they've accomplished in five years. It's not enough. Twitch has 140 million active users, and they're owned by Amazon, who has unlimited pockets. Yeah. How in the world is Theta gonna beat them? There's just there's no chance. It's not gonna happen. There's no chance. So I love the idea of decentralized streaming. I love the idea of watch to earn. But I agree with what you said earlier. It's the companies that are integrating with the existing platforms, even like a Veracity. You know who has the the proof of proof of uh, proof of view proof of view or XCAD who is the uh, watch to earn? Yeah, I think those are the decentralized streaming projects that could actually find a home and and live on. But and man, they just in the top fifty. They just yeah. in the top fifty. Right? How the fuck are They're they? Just not, just not going to use it. Another thing too, you can even bring in Brave browser in a way because you know when you go to YouTube, they actually block all the ads. So you don't have to see any, you know, those annoying things that pop up every like four minutes or at the beginning of our videos. You don't get that with, through Brave Browser. Mm. So there's just so many better alternatives out there to earn money while you're watching and still ensure that you're following the same habits that we've all been following for years on the internet. Honestly, like the, the idea of Theta, I like the idea of Theta, but if it was a small cap, mid cap gem, be like, yeah. okay, yeah. So the market cap. Let's take a look too. at it, man. It's already in the top 50 with a, a, a market cap of over a billion dollars. And they got three people watching NASA. <laughs> what a joke. 
That's a joke. So for, that's a joke. That's a, so forget it. Don't buy Theta, man. That thing's not going to last. Yeah. I mean, we could... We, okay. So we've gone through what? We got Theta, don't buy. We have Mana and... we. Okay. There's really six slash seven we're having on this list. We have <laughs> Mana and Sand... We don't, right? Don't mana, yeah. mana, Tron. Sand, and Sand, put it where that was. Okay, mana. yeah, Mana and Sand, yeah. Because other verses are going to crush those friggin' true, things. True, true, true. And then we have Uniswap. Pancake Swap. And, and Cake. And then we also have Theta. Tron and Theta. So, and then we could probably also, what, add Cardano? Yeah, don't buy, let's be real, don't buy Cardano either. <laughs> oh, you got to throw that one in there. We, that was one of our ones from the first episode, but Omni's going to repeat it again. <laughs> I would not buy Cardano right now. Yeah, I would say it's, hype. it's, it's all hype. Yeah. Wait until the ETH 2.0 merger, baby. Yeah, like it's it. coming. So let's let's see now going forward uh, if our, our calls on these don't buy cryptos are as accurate as they were in the first one. Yeah, I love it. Hey, make sure you guys all tune into the next episode. That one's going to be a fucking banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.